RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. The Labour Minister says he expects a further fall in Hong Kong's unemployment rate. At least one person dies in a fire at a Shanghai chemical plant. And Donald Trump criticises his former Vice President Mike Pence for lacking courage. Labour Minister Lo Chi Kuang says the latest jobless rate of 5.1% is better than he was expecting. Speaking on an RTHK radio programme, Mr Law said he expected the rate to dip below 4% by the end of the year. He said he was cautiously optimistic about the economy, although there were still uncertainties. The pandemic is having the biggest impact on our economy, but we've learned a huge lesson during the fifth wave of infections, so I believe we're much better prepared should there be a sixth wave. So things that happened in the fifth wave won't happen again. Even if there were to be a negative impact, it wouldn't be as severe as it was in February, March and April. Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong says democracy here can be achieved to a certain extent as long as the government responds to people's views and that doesn't necessarily involve the ballot box. Speaking on a radio programme, Mr Tong said the democratic movement here had virtually failed because it wrongly believed Beijing could be pressured into agreeing to its demands. Nevertheless, the former Civic Party member said he hoped the next Legislative Council would have a broader spectrum of political views. The pendulum has swung to one side, and as a result, Legpol is now only represented by one ex-Democrat member. That certainly is not a very healthy sign, and uh, I would like to see more different voices, different political inclinations to be present in the makeup of Legpol. One can only hope that in four years' time, the pendulum will swing a little bit closer to the middle. A 20-year-old woman has been sentenced to a year and a half in prison for possessing a pair of pliers and, a lighter, and lighter fuel during a protest in 2019. Kwok Hoi Ying was earlier acquitted of rioting and using facial covering on November the 18th of that year in Yao Ma Tei, as protesters attempted to head to Polytechnic University. But the district council convicted her of possessing tools that were fit for unlawful purposes and with intent to destroy or damage property. The court heard that after police officers arrested the defendant at an alley in Yao Ma Tei, they seized a pair of pliers and lighter fuel from her backpack. At least one person has died in a large fire at a Shanghai chemical plant. Robert Kemp has more. The Xinhuan News Agency said the fire at a Sinopec petrochemical plant in the district of Jinshan broke out at around 4am before being brought under control later in the morning. Local reports said residents had heard an explosion as far as six kilometres away. Videos on social media showed a large cloud of fire and ash billowing upwards. In one aerial video, three fires could be seen in separate buildings. The Shanghai Fire Department said on Weibo that it had dispatched over 500 personnel to fight the blaze. CCTV said the Ministry of Emergency Management had sent an expert group to the scene. Reports have so far not stated a possible cause for the fire. The British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has paid a surprise second visit to Kiev to offer President Zelensky a major training programme for Ukrainian forces. Mr Johnson pledged a UK-led operation to train up to 10,000 soldiers every four months and to supply extra equipment. He said Britain would support Ukraine until it prevailed. President Zelensky thanked Mr Johnson for what he described as unparalleled support. We discussed our opportunities in defending Ukraine against the Russian occupier. We have common position on how to move towards our victory, because that is the result Ukraine needs, victory for our country. I appreciate your understanding of our military requirements. That is very important. 
The former U.S. President Donald Trump has criticized his former Vice President Mike Pence as lacking courage for his refusal to carry out a plan to overturn the 2020 election result. Mr. Trump was speaking in Tennessee. Mike Pence had a chance to be great. He had a chance to be, frankly, historic. But just like Bill Barr and the rest of these weak people, Mike, and I say it sadly because I like him, but Mike did not have the courage to act. The governor of the Russian enclave of Kaliningrad says neighboring Lithuania is beginning to block rail traffic from Russia because of Western sanctions. Anton Alikhanov said up to 50% of cargoes would be affected. The BBC's Lipika Pelham reports. Wedged between Lithuania and Poland on the Baltic coast, Kaliningrad has no land border with Russia and is home to the Russian Baltic fleet. On his Telegram channel, Mr. Alikhanov said among the goods affected by the EU's apparent blockade were construction materials and metal products. He said it was a serious violation of the Kaliningrad region's right to free transit. He said the authorities would start discussing the need for more ships to carry goods to Russia if the sanctions were not lifted quickly. There's been no official comment from Lithuania, which closed its airspace to flights from Russia to Kaliningrad in February. Jean-Louis Trintignant, one of France's best-loved and enduring actors, has died aged 91. He starred in films for more than 50 years and worked with major directors of the European new waves of cinema in the 50s and 60s. The BBC's Hugh Schofield in Paris looks back on his life. He's one of those actors from the 50s and 60s who marked his generation and who came to fame at a time when French cinema was on the up. And, you know, one of these characters who, you know, appeared over decades in, what I don't know, about more than 100 films and was just one of these references in French cultural life. The French never let go of their heroes. You know, once you're a hero, you're a hero, and you can do no wrong. I mean, that's why Depardieu keeps going and churning out not particularly memorable films, and Trantignor churned them out as well. Plenty of very unmemorable films, as well as The Gem. He started off in the 50s and, you know, was in um, And God Created Woman with Brigitte Bardot. And then he didn't do very much, but was back 10 years later, more or less, with A Man and a Woman, which is the famous Shabadabada, Shabadabada, film made by um, Claude Lelouch. Which again was uh, one of those films which in its period was absolutely phenomenally important, you know. I mean, now largely forgotten except by film buffs, but it was a really, really big film which went around the world and, and allowed the French to really say, we make world-class film and so on. And so he was associated very much with those two films. There are a handful of other films which sold abroad, like Zed by Costa Gravas, and more recently, um, of course, Amour, where he played a very, very old man looking after his very sick wife, which did well at Cannes a, a few years ago. You can't talk about Jean-Louis Trantignor without reminding everyone of the tragedy of his life, which was the death of his beloved daughter, Mary Trantignor herself, an actress, of course, in 2003. And this was a story which, you know, went round the world and was traumatic for him and traumatic for the French too, because if you remember, 2003, Mary Trantignor was murdered by um, a chap called Bertrand Contin, who was an extremely famous rock star in France with his group called Noir Désir, and in a hotel in Lithuania, he bludgeoned her to death in a lover's row. They were, were a couple, obviously they were relationship was torrid and it ended in this tragic way which was obviously uh, the sort of tragedy of, of Jean-Louis's life. Sport now and it is the BBC's Paul Serres.
The American pair of Colin Morikawa and Joel Damon share the lead at the halfway point of the US Open, with Rory McIlroy one stroke behind. The BBC's golf correspondent Ian Carter reports from Brookline in Massachusetts. McElroy tenaciously kept himself in the hunt for a fifth major title with an excellent back nine 33. His round might have unraveled after a double bogey at the third where he needed to hold from more than 20 feet to limit the damage to only two drop shots. He is though playing with commendable patience and finds himself on an all-star leaderboard, one behind the open champion Colin Morikawa, level at four under par with defending champion John Rahm and one ahead of the world number one and Masters winner Scotty Scheffler. English Premier League side Liverpool have accepted a bid of up to $43 million from Bayern Munich for their forward Sadio Mane, with the Senegal captain entering the final year of his contract. Former Premier League winner Chris Sutton says it's a big loss for the Reds. I'm not saying he's irreplaceable because I think Klopp's recruitment has been excellent but Liverpool's level of consistency has been down to that forward line and Mane has been so, so versatile plays off the left, can play centrally and that's at a false nine Meanwhile, Tottenham have signed Brighton's Malian international midfielder Eve Bissouma for $31 million on a four-year deal And now to the weather It'll be mainly cloudy with one or two showers Sunny periods in the afternoon Moderate to fresh southerly winds Occasionally strong offshore and on high ground The outlook, sunny intervals in the next couple of days It'll also be windy with a few showers Becoming fine and very hot midweek next week Current temperature is 29 degrees Celsius The relative humidity is at 78% Now to end the news The top stories once again The Labour Minister says he expects a further fall In Hong Kong's unemployment rate At least one person dies in a fire At a Shanghai chemical plant and Donald Trump criticises his former Vice President Mike Pence for lacking courage. And you've been listening to the news on RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Before doing a COVID-19 rapid antigen test, read the user guide carefully and follow each step as instructed. First, prepare a clean surface and wash your hands. For a nasal swab, insert the swab into your nostrils and rub it against the walls of each nostril several times as instructed. Submerge the swab tip fully into the buffer solution and stir. Squeeze droplets of the solution slowly into the well of the test device afterwards. Wait for the time specified in the user guide and read the result. Results taken beyond the time limit will be invalid. When finished, dispose of all parts of the test kit properly. If only the C-line is present, the test result is negative. If both the C-line and the T-line are present, the test result is positive. In which case, you have to take a photo of the result and report it within 24 hours via the declaration system of the Department of Health. Do the test often by yourself. It helps you detect any infection and receive treatment as soon as possible to protect yourself and others around you. Do the test. Protect yourself and others. Hong Kong. This is Radio 3. This hour, all about Seals and Croft. Yes, what, June 6th, we lost James Seals. So there's no more Seals and Croft, sadly. So here's some inspired so tunes. Say, Gonna chill out this hour. His brother came and they let 
let it slip away Love like the autumn sun Should be dying, but it's only just begun Like the twilight in the road up ahead They don't see just where we're going All the secrets in the Easy. 